On a Tangent is an animation podcast hosted by Nick Christie, Lucas Severis, Ashley Williams, and Heather Yun. As leaders of SVA's 3D Animation Club, we love to discuss the past, present, and future of the animation industry and share our thoughts with you. This podcast is supported by the Computer Art Department of School of Visual Arts based in New York City. Hope you enjoy the podcast, and remember... Don't, don't forget, forget to, to clean, clean those curves! It's your curves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, welcome to On a Tangent, your animation nerd haven. Welcome to season four. Uh, I'm your co-host and president, Nick Christie, and I'm joined by our other co-host and new vice president. Hi, I'm Ashley. <laughs> and um, we're also joined uh, with uh, none other than the BFA Computer Art Department Chair, uh, Jimmy Calhoun. Hello. <laughs> and uh, also joining us today is the uh, BFA Animation Chair, Shang Chinmo. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd just like to say thank you both for joining us today. Yeah. I'm really happy that uh, we have you two on to kick off season four. Thanks for asking. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So, um, so Jimmy is um, a 2003 alum from the BFA animation department here at SVA. And since graduating, Jimmy has worked in freelance as an animator and illustrator an adjunct professor at SVA, and is currently the chair of the BFA Computer Art Department at SVA. I like how you shorten it to computer art. Oh. Instead of computer art, computer animation. <laughs> <Sorry. visual effects. laughs> that, yep, that's the full <laughs> long-winded title. And uh, Shang Chinmo is a 2008 alum from the MFA Computer Art Department here at SVA. And since graduating, Shang had worked uh, has worked in freelance as a video editor, as the associate director of the New York Digital Salon, uh, co-lead of the New York City Chapter of Women in Animation, and an adjunct professor at SVA, uh, former director of operations of the MFA Computer Art Department, and has recently become the new chair of the animation department here at SVA. So. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's a lovely intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what we like to usually kick off the podcast with is we have like a little game. Uh, it's a word associ- association game. So basically me and Ashley will say uh, just words and you just guys throw, words, yeah, at throw you. words at you guys and uh, you guys will say the first thing that come to mind. So. Is this also a contest to see who says something first? You know, this is like a Monday morning, so, uh, yes. It gets the the creative juices flowing. Alrighty, uh, I guess I'll start. Um, Animation. School. Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) I was just listening to podcasts. You mentioned about doing a live action of Nemo. Oh, no. no. It's a joke. It's a joke. That's why. Um, Story. King. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> uh, curves. After effects. Driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, character. Remy. Me. <laughs> Frames. Glasses. Oh, title save. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think they know that anymore, right? They should. 
I don't know. Yeah. Title yeah. Still yeah. a little bit, but not like, like action save title save. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what is that. Oh, he doesn't know. Did you ever do two D animation hand draw? Mm-mm. With uh, we'd have those those grids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for editing. Yeah. And when we put subtitles and you know all of that, it's just that yeah. grid. So sorry, we're just nerding it out. <laughs> Nick, you should know that. I should. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like freshman year. They taught us that. Come on. <laughs> what class was that? I think like the. Bits, bites, and megabytes. Yeah. Oh, like wow. The, That's a, that was all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> you you take a test in it. I did. I passed. I got 100%. So maybe, oh. so maybe, so maybe, so maybe I should know. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So uh, I guess that's it for our word association game. That was, that was fun. Um, all right. So I guess we'll just jump right in. So uh, I guess in the beginning, I'd like to just kind of get to know you guys more in your mm-hmm. back background. So I guess, uh, So we're going to start off with... Um, so why computer art or animation? Why did you decide that you wanted to study that, or how did you find yourself in that kind of path? Uh, I can start. So <laughs> actually, my background when I was in high school, uh, I was in science. It was not animation mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. art or, or anything. So when I was an undergrad, my freshman year, I went to Temple University, and we get to have undecided major. Um, so I was really torn between two things. One is uh, filmmaking, obviously more art, and the other one is biochemistry. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't set out my career to any of these, and I definitely had a fight with my parents when I decided I wanted <laughs> yeah. to go for more arts, and they didn't talk to me for a little bit, but then eventually I think they came around. So, um, But yeah, I think it was just that moment um i love story and i love figuring stuff out i didn't want to get stuck in the lab mm-hmm. you know all day mm-hmm. looking at stories of germs <laughs> or some sort. so yeah that's kind of how i came about what about you jimmy um yeah for me i as like a kid i really loved all the nickelodeon nicktoons mm-hmm. like rock is modern life was mm-hmm. huge for me and also i was that was at the time when, like, all the Disney animators were rock stars, too. So, like, everyone knew who Glenn Keane was mm. and, and all those things. And so I think it was more about wanting to be famous than... <laughs> <laughs> no, for the no, right reasons. Uh, yeah, I wanted to... I, I enjoyed art. I was an artist. Uh, and I wanted to, like, bring that into what I enjoyed doing on Saturday mornings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I studied animation. And then I was studying animation at a time when um, computers were in the industry and so as I was studying hand-drawn animation the world around me the industry was changing mm-hmm. and I also started realizing that I enjoyed working by myself instead of in a studio mm-hmm. but not like I don't want to be by myself I'm not a lonely person um, I'm just introverted and, <laughs> and so I wanted to be around people just not doing someone else's art yeah like following their director mm-hmm. I wanted to create my own so I started getting more into independent animation and trying new things, and that led me to working uh, at SBA in the computer art department, where I started learning more about what computer art was and, and m- way more about like not only three D animation but compositing and visual effects. And, and that was exciting. Awesome. Was there sorry a specific moment that you guys kind of like realized that animation is a job? Because like I remember for me, like it was. I don't know, something behind the scenes. I never thought about it until I saw, like, a specific video, and that, like, was what sparked wanting to get into animation, was, like, realizing that people can do this for a living. 
I remember in third grade reading a short story about animators and being like, wait, people make this? <laughs> yeah. This is a thing? Yeah, for me, I really did not set out my career to do either <laughs> education or animation. I think, I think what I really love uh, is people and mm. finding the stories from people. So I think that applies to a lot of different industries. Um, so I think my moment with animation is when I was in kindergarten to kind of data how old I am <laughs> back in kindergarten I can only watch animation I mean we have TVs and stuff but the stuff that I really love watching they're all on VHS so my mom would take me after school every day and I'd get a VHS and I can see watch it over and over again like every week at a time mm-hmm. so I was watching Roppansanse Doraemon because half my childhood was kind of in Tokyo and but it never occurred to me to see what's how it was made behind the scene. I was mm-hmm. definitely definitely those general public naive about animation. It's like it looks good on screen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some magic happened. Uh, but not until, you know, I really get involved in the education side of it and seeing uh, how things are made, learning the process and getting to know people behind the scene really helped me understand that. Mm. Did you ever did you watch Anpanman? Oh my god, Uncle <laughs> Sorry, now it makes me hungry. <laughs> Not that I want to eat him. <laughs> I love the little germ. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, I guess, so I guess go, just going down the list. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> was art a big thing for you growing up? Since you, you said a little, you said a little bit uh, about mm-hmm. like the cartoons. Yeah. And you said like. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life was big inspiration for you. Yeah, but I also remember just drawing all the time. Mm-hmm. And always, um, like, always looking at things and redrawing them. Uh, and not just cartoons, but, like, pictures of flowers. <laughs> yeah. And from there, like, learning to draw from life. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bob Ross was big for me. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I learned how to paint from watching Bob Ross. Oh, wow. And I didn't have, we didn't have cable, um, I lived in the boon, the boonies of Tennessee, uh, and my aunt would tape Bob Ross off of PBS, oh, wow. and I would, oh, really? I would take the VHS, <laughs> and I would, like, watch it through once, and then I would start it over with my canvas and my paint, and I'd watch it and pause it and, like, keep up with him and, like, paint along with him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that your Halloween costume? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just idea. just need a good wig. I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it's more. I think art, what definitely is a big thing throughout my life. But then I think throughout when I was growing up, knowing I can't create from zero, like I mm. tried to. Like, I learned piano. I had learned a, d- a lot of different instruments. I was like, I'm gonna be a songwriter, and I sit down and be like, All right. No, I can't. Yeah, I think I once wrote a song about a little fly that flew over my face. I was like, I'm going to write about you. And I realized, no, it sucks. And, and, you know, like, just drawing from blank canvas, that's also really hard for me to do. And I think that's slowly when I realized I'm not, I can't create from nothing. But if you give me materials, and that's how I found my career as, a, as an editor, too, mm-hmm. that if you give me materials, I can figure it out mm-hmm. the best way to tell the story. But if you just tell me, give me a camera, I just go and figure it out and be like uh i need more mm. um 
So yeah, but I can't think of a Halloween costume from that. <laughs> mm, maybe a fly. <laughs> so, um, you guys, since both of you are uh, alum from SVA or alumni from SVA, um, was there anything that you know now that you would like tell yourself as a student? Like, how was your how was the student life for you here at SVA when you were going? My student life, I moved so. I actually moved to United States when I was 18, mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of interesting, you know, def- not like cultural shock, but learning the language and getting used to learn how to write a check. I've never done it before. <laughs> and then move... You've not done it since. <laughs> oh, no, I have. You Somehow, write check. I guess maybe you write check. I still write checks. I know, yeah. I know it sounds surprising, but a lot of people yeah. are, have the same questions. It's I still write digital. checks. I think I've ever I, written I, one. I, I don't I've have written a check. a check before, but I uh, I don't I don't use them a lot. <laughs> I the only right, time I, the I, only I I deposit it in my my bank for the mobile deposit. Oh See, yeah. I still I'm still skeptical what? about the whole problem. Yeah, you pay, like, I don't have your gas bill. <laughs> I mean that's done online. Never heard any personal check. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I no, what were you saying? No. Check. Uh, well, so when I moved to New York, that's when I came to SVA for graduate school. Um, oh, you did your undergrad in Pennsylvania. I did my undergrad in Pennsylvania, and then moved to New York right after for undergrad uh, for graduate school. Um, I was that person knowing I'm going to make a documentary. I don't care about anything else because mm-hmm. already that summer before I came to SVA, I already shot over like hundred hours of footage of this topic that on my grandmother. So I came here, I was like, I already know what I want. And I'm one of those students that I now try will try to change your <laughs> mind. It's like, oh, that's not just one thing that you want to do. There are many, many other things you can explore. Mm. Um, but then I think looking back to tell myself is just be open-minded. And I think one thing I thought was really nice the way I did it is I never say no to any opportunities. So not knowing animation or the pipeline I was approached by one of my instructors and became my mentor. He then hired me as a production assistant to do mocap. And I was like, I <laughs> don't, I think I know what it is. I don't know how it works and I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I was there working pretty much full time as a production assistant, and the same time full time student at SVA, the same time lab assistant, so I can pay my tuition. So. I never really say no to any opportunities, and I think that's something looking back. Uh, I also was having fun outside of SB as well. <laughs> uh, looking back, and I think you just say, you know, keep, don't ever doubt yourself. Just keep doing what you believe in, and yeah, I, I still have a lot of fun too. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> Work hard, play hard. Work hard, yes. play hard, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, work harder. <laughs> <laughs> or hard play a little. <laughs> uh, for me, if I were going to go back and talk to myself, I would tell myself to not be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, people say that all the time, and you don't really take it in. I, d- I never took it in. I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I have so many reasons I can't fail. Everything's right. Mm-hmm. On this. Yeah. But you really learn a lot from failing, and you don't die. Like, you <laughs> yeah. still... You're still going to live past this and move on. Um, and it allows you to take more risks and try new things. Mm. I think there's a lot of focus for students to like specialize early and, and feel like they yeah. have to know a lot about one thing. Mm. But 
but I think you have to allow yourself to try a lot of things and explore all the options yeah. and especially because you don't know the future of the industry and things are going to change um, so if you lock yourself into one specialization and then in 10 years that's no longer even part of the pipeline mm. what, do you, what do you do then so just always being a student always learning always being curious about everything beyond one aspect of, of the art yeah I've always felt like too since I came here that like computer art especially is such like like a multimedia kind of thing like it involves like illustration mm-hmm. filmmaking like it's everything in one so like branching out is definitely important and like the more you learn about like everything you learn can like add to your collection which like helps you make better art in my opinion yeah that's a good point and I also would say like on the other side of the spectrum it's like because there's so many things it's hard to get good at one thing you know so it's just like you want to like work on something but then you either have like distractions in the sense of like oh I want to work on this like with this kind of program or anything like that so um but then again all that can add up to make your one skill like great too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also just be back then and if you can probably remember the old lab that purple dark <laughs> old lab it's not doesn't look like that anymore mm. back then our lab was really separate where 3d and back then it was 3d video and video fine art and then yeah that's it that's what the two major concentration and the wit set up people are not talking to each other we're completely separated but I'm always that person who will go up to three years like what are you working on yeah. you know what is it you showed me and um and I think really looking back it's just to have more of that in terms of meeting different people like you said there's so many different paths yeah. you know in the production pipeline and people work together um it's just funny that a lot of people stay within their group but then doesn't really branch out. Um, I was always the one be like, show me what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's actually really helpful. But actually, can I ask a question too? Yeah. yeah. Like, do yeah. <laughs> Like, in your, in your career, or when you're in SVA, was there any, like, a defining moment where if you make that decision differently, you will be a completely different Yeah, path? for me, personally? Yeah. Um, I, so I like a year after graduating from from my undergrad at SVA. I was working at SVA just like a, a, I was the night manager of the computer art department. <laughs> and I was making my own films during the day. Um, you saw a ghost. And I saw a Someone who I graduated with, uh, she was working at a studio called Noodle Soup Productions, which I don't think they're around anymore. And I had worked with them for a minute on the... Venture Brothers oh. uh, pilot, and mm-hmm. and it was that it was working there that I was like, I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> ink someone else's animation for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. um, and so I came here to work. And she she reached back out to me and she she was like, Hey, I'm looking for a production assistant to work directly with me. I think you'd be great at it. Come work for me. Leave SBA. Work here. And I thought about it for a long time, um, and. The only reason I didn't do it at that time was because I was newly married and it would be a pay cut and yeah. I was like brand mm-hmm. new bacon. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't do it because I ultimately like really love working in education and working with college students and like seeing other people learn and grow and helping assist them through things. And I don't know, like if I had gone down that production route, I would be, who knows where I would be, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. don't think I would have stayed in education. I, so. I ended up getting my master's and focusing on um, 
more film theory things and, and education. Um, yeah, so I'm glad I didn't make that choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that those moments where you look back and like, oh yeah, that split second would completely mm-hmm. change your life. What about you guys? Um, Do you have any? In my 20 years of life. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Please> share. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess um, really uh, at SVA uh, particularly, uh, was probably going to 3D Animation Club because I, cause I actually applied to be a 2D... I guess, even to back it up further, I applied to SVA in the 2D department and then I got waitlisted. Um, and then... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm glad to have you. No, I'm actually... I'm really glad it happened. I was really, like, upset at the time because I was like, I really wanted to do 2D and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I got waitlisted and I was like, oh. And I, like, I got the, uh, like, the letter really like like later because they're like because 2d is a very popular department especially nowadays um but i got the letter i was like sorry you're waitlisted i was like oh no (laughs) and then um i called back and i I knew i wanted to go to sva um so i called my academic advisor or my admissions one of the admissions advisors and i was like hey uh i didn't get into this program but can i get into another one that's related mm-hmm. to animation, like illustration or like computer. And she was like, uh, when, I forgot who it was, but one of the admissions advisors was like, uh, yeah, you can get into computer art. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she was like, well, yeah, and like if you if you want like later, you can come back or you can um, switch mm-hmm. later on. Maybe you have to repeat a few classes. But I was like, oh, that's awesome. So did that. And then freshman year, I ended up staying because after like the first semester, I was like, I know I wanted to stay here. So it really worked out. And then 3D Animation Club kind of made me realize I wanted to be an animator. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be my defining moment. I think something kind of similar happened to me. Where, where Do like, I have to say I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was on me because I was interested in the 2D department as well. But then I think I accidentally read like the open house dates wrong and I went to the SVA, like the computer art one instead. And I was looking at the work and I was like, wow, like maybe this is like what I want to do instead. <laughs> and so like if I had been more I don't know attentive <laughs> I might not be here today which is I don't know happy accidents yeah well, that makes me always curious about and obviously you guys um found your way into this program mm-hmm. from there from making mistakes <laughs> <laughs> um but what do, what do you think that is for most students that make them choose SVA's animation department versus SVA's computer art computer mm-hmm. animation mm-hmm. Visual department? for me I think it was like I was intimidated by computer art like before because like I had my foundation in drawing and everything and like what got me into animation was like old like films from like the 90s that are like 2d mm. and so yeah I was like oh I can't do computer art like I don't know anything about that and stuff and that was also still a worry when I was coming in here because like I don't know it, I was very intimidated some people were already really good so I was like am I supposed to be here but like that's a good point yeah yeah um I guess for me uh I really only like watched 2d animated things I was a big uh, I was really involved, not involved, but I I, I liked the, the the online animation community um, mm-hmm. on like the different websites and stuff like that, and and like the like the re- like the short like really funny like cartoons and stuff, and everything was two D animated because like most of these cartoons were made by one person like right. doing everything uh, in their bedroom like, uh, and I I thought that was really cool like how you can like work like that and and put stuff out that people like love and enjoy, um, and. I wanted to be, like, realistic. I was, like, I didn't really want to be, like, self-employed like that because it was, like, it wasn't, like, especially, like, being self-employed online wasn't, like, that reliable. So I was, like, I really want to work for a studio and, like, in 2D. 
so that's how I really like liked it because it's because of like the online animators and uh, and again like 3D I think was like a little intimidating at first but it was nice because like once I came here like I remember like Brendan Gallagher was like it's okay if you've never like he like he's like he asked a question he's like who has never opened my in their life and then like <laughs> almost the entire class raised their hand mm-hmm. so I was and then I was like oh okay that makes you feel a little better and then there's like a few people like Ashley you said that like we're already like super young like <laughs> yeah. oh my god like that's like oh that's so cool I was like oh, I want to do that yeah so I think that's for me I think like we're more exposed uh it's like easier I guess to comp not comprehend but to digest like and like to understand like the 2d pipeline more so than the 3d pipeline I think and that's how it was for me at least so okay. Yeah, but ultimately they're all built on the foundation of a two D too. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's they all have like the same so principles and stuff. That's yeah. something I learned. Like it doesn't matter if you're doing two D or three D. Mm-hmm. Like you learn the same twelve basic animation principles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I think yeah, since it all based the same thing, uh, it's just more so of what kind of industry you want to end up being because mm-hmm. the culture, personality are so so different, and. Yeah, I also have student interest in transfer here, or you have student from here want to transfer to 2D. You know, um, I mean, since I started as a chair, I've been meeting, doing my best to meet with everyone who has the same question from any major, mm-hmm. and I always look at their portfolio just to see. You know, it's one thing they're like, "Oh, I want to be a director," but mm-hmm. I'm like, "What? What is it that you? What's the path before you become a director?" And you really to kind of dissect their thought process to figure out whether or not which department would be the best approach mm-hmm. um just because i think we're all biased about our own department sure. but we're also very supportive <laughs> so, <laughs> i was gonna say we're i graduated from years though <laughs> I know. but i feel like we're all supporting each other because ultimately we want to make sure that you're in the right place to do something that's best suited for your career goal yes. um and i think ultimately it's not about who has the best students is do we have the student they're really best fit for the department mm-hmm. so yeah I think Sean and I do it I, we're both intentional about it being about SVA not about the two different departments and mm-hmm. how do, how can we work together to bring opportunities to all students and make sure that everyone's getting the education to do the thing that they want to do when they leave mm-hmm. I think your guys backgrounds really helps with that too since like you were in like computer art MFA mm-hmm. and then you did like we're in the BFA yeah. animation, so you like understand both, and like <clears throat> that really helps. I think maybe we understanding should swap students. like a day. <laughs> 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 Wait, chair for a day. Just, like yeah, <laughs> one, once a year, just swap it and see if people notice. <laughs> <laughs> a freaky Friday. <laughs> oh my god! It's on well, Friday the thirteenth. We should go December to December has a Friday the thirteenth. Let's yes, plan this. Let's do that. And we, <laughs> we should also go to some uh, SV academic meetings and when we introduce ourselves like oh my name is you know this from the yeah. computer or and see people respond i bet no one to notice actually <laughs> sorry i changed your question no no it's okay it's, it's great it's, it's more of a conversation this way but uh i guess uh talking about like both uh departments um do you guys plan on working more closely together like we said like animation and computer art they're pretty similar especially with like the principles of animation and even like the, the like concept behind it they're we're both we're all making stories and mm-hmm. making making movies tv shows things like that um so what are your gut what are your guys plans if any to i guess work more closely together with each other and how we can uh do more things across department 
We're, there are a lot of ideas. Also, I was giggling just because. Um, well, so Jim and I already know each other from, at least for me, more than nine years since I started working at SVA. Mm-hmm. So we work very closely. We'll, you know, we'll actually talk, just the two of us, back then when I was direct ops for MFA Computer Arts. And uh, we're always, like, making sure we have an open communication of what our plans are and anyone you're interested in hiring, you know, vice versa. So I think to answer that question, there's so many things. And I was giggling also because we talked about collaborating and very quickly this semester, I think before the semester started, I called Jimmy and said, oh, I need a favor already. (laughs) And then Jimmy's like, "Uh, I I know we talk about collaboration. I know you're going to hop on it so fast. Um, So, I mean, at least for this semester, we have two of our animation students taking your sound classes here um, to kind of start just because we are trying to look at our curriculum from the broader point of view to see how we can make things better for everyone. Um, And your facilities are great. So, you know, we're still talking about collaboration. So very thankful for (laughs) allowing our two students to be in your class. So, and in terms of other than that, um, the other thing I can also say is uh, we had our event called the Undies on Saturday, mm-hmm. and a couple of your students showed okay, up, okay. seriously, because <laughs> we have everyone writing their name tags, and we put uh, stickers on what year you're in, mm-hmm. uh, and I always ask everyone, so, oh, are you an animation student? They're like, uh, n- n- no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you can stay on oh, my department. They're like, computer. I was like, oh, we're happy to have you. Um, again, to kind of have more of a interaction among students mm-hmm. and hopefully we can encourage collaboration so the undies actually um it's under class film screening um so what we do is showcase all the finished film that students have produced a year prior okay. so when they're uh freshman sophomore and junior now they're sophomore junior senior mm-hmm. uh we screen 44 films yeah. and range so many different genres and humor and uh, different topics and different use of the animation too so i was really hoping that there are more students will show up to see what our talent are and down the line if you guys need collaboration or 2d help you know who the people are too so yeah we start kind of planting all these little seeds to see we can encourage more conversation among yeah. us. i think that'd be awesome i know it uh, myself and uh i guess in the student body um that uh, like there has been talk. I think it would be really cool if like the two D and three D departments can work more closely together. Um, I understand. Like I think it makes sense why they are separate, but I don't think they should be as separate as they used to be. Or sure. um, just because, like I like I said before, that it's very like they're really similar and mm-hmm. and um, just like the uh, the production of like the, the thesis films and things like that. I think like more collaboration would be would be awesome mm-hmm. yeah there's a number of things that we can do and are doing like co-hosting uh, studios that come and visit with both with all the students mm-hmm. not just from our two departments but other departments in SVA as well but then <coughs> excuse me also mm-hmm. things like women in animation where we have these groups that are student-led um, from both departments and, and um, I think a lot of it has to come from the students mm-hmm so I had a lot of seniors this year that were saying, hey, I have 2D animation in my thesis, and how do I find someone who can help me with that? And, and so I was like, oh, Shang's department is at doing the undies, and you should go and recruit from there. Like, go see who's doing good work and talk to them about working on your piece. I think there's a lot of areas where the, student, the students from each department can work together to 
to create things. Like I know for us, a lot of 3D modeling students will find illustrations online and they'll create C CG models out of mm -hmm. these illustrations, but like why not go to someone in the 2D animation department who's doing a lot of design and character design, things like that, take one of their original character designs and bring it into the 3D environment. Mm -hmm. And then you both as students have something to show that yeah. they know how to design for 3D and you know how to take a 2D design and bring mm -hmm. it into the 3D world. Mm -hmm. And you have the opportunity to talk to each other and, and learn how what it's like to communicate in a studio with fellow artists. But a lot of it has to be student-led. Like mm -hmm. We can't force you to <laughs> oh, go talk to yeah. that yeah. student. <laughs> we can encourage it as much as possible and hopefully we can keep finding things like women in animation or other opportunities where you where all the students are coming together from the two different studio from the two different departments mm -hmm. and making connections mm -hmm. i agree yeah um do you guys think that in the future uh there could be like a collaboration on like thesis not only like I, like you said like some 3d students wanted 2d like needed 2d help um but and but 2D students would also need to create their own film, correct? In the future, would it be possible for 2D and 3D students to make one like one thesis film? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're, we're already <laughs> throwing out a lot of ideas, and um, for sure, I mean, one idea requires a lot of the tech side of, on us. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping we can build some sort of open forum for students to kind of pitch again requiring everyone to be in the same room all at once mm -hmm. takes a lot of time <laughs> yeah. it takes like a whole saturday basically i don't think people want to be here on <laughs> saturday uh well i was here on saturday um so i think having some sort of open forum for people to pitch and really work together so yeah like jimmy said it has to be student student driven yeah. type of activities mm -hmm. but i think on the other side that we have to look at is how do we make sure there's also faculty can oversee that mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. um, so it's not like, all right, you want to work together, go for it. And then how do we make sure everyone's on track? Mm -hmm. And so absolutely, I think that's only going to be uh, better for everyone. But I think logistically, how do we launch something like this to make sure everyone's taken care of? Um, so that not one person walk out of the project halfway through and mm -hmm. the other leaving the other person hanging, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. um, there doesn't have to be markers that we can yes. say, okay, this computer art student who's getting a computer art degree is meeting yes. these markers, and this student who's getting an animation degree or mm -hmm. working on the same project are, are meeting the needs of that department yeah. to, to receive the degree. But these are things that Sean and I are very, those are problems we are happy to tackle. <laughs> yes. Awesome. We would love to do. But I think it doesn't mean that um, there's no collaborations already. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do that, not like sold two people or multiple people project for thesis. There's already collaboration behind the scene where this is my film, I need help for this aspect. Um, so that's why I feel like somehow some sort of open forum will help with that again. You know, everyone put up flyers and or having staff send out emails and mm -hmm. stuff, but everything kind of gets buried under some sort yeah. of communication. So That's true. If we can have some sort of uh, online presence, because I feel like people rely on their technology more <laughs> yeah. than a piece of paper now. Um, but I think that will help with the communication, knowing, oh, I need help with this. Yeah, I also think. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. But um, I'll, I know, I know it's like it's hard to change like the infrastructure of like just like the building and the labs and things like that but again like i don't 
as a computer art student, I don't really come across a lot of 2D students just because of the location of the building um, and like would uh, like a like a, a lab, like a community lab, is that something that is like possible like to, I guess, interact with like the 2D department more so because they're kind of on each side of like of the city. So. Yeah, I mean, so here's an email address <laughs> for the president of school. No, kidding. <laughs> um, no, so that's actually something I'm actively working on in addition to uh, making improvement for a curriculum. I have a lot of different projects, mm -hmm. uh, one of which is the hopefully relocation of our facility. Because in case you don't know, we actually have three different facilities not even including my office, which is in the fourth location. Mm -hmm. um, so we have across the street on 136 on the 11th floor. Mm -hmm. We also have our 380 Second Avenue, fifth floor. That's our main lab. We also have a stop motion facility and then a whole other building. And my office is at 209, the main building. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now, the, the arrangement is not yeah. ideal. Uh, where a lot of events are happening on the west side, but m most of my senior students are actually on the east side. It's not that far of a walk, but then when it requires it's more time, barrier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's for sure a big project I'm actually working on to how do we figure out a way with the logistical provided by school to figure out a way that we can be closer. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Yeah, it's it's requires you know we're near a city. Yeah, finding apartments <laughs> no. already hard. Finding a whole lab for a couple hundred <laughs> students also pretty yeah. difficult. Yeah, but for sure that's something that um, we want to do as as quickly as possible and and so you know hopefully working with Jimmy in the future about more of a you know communal. Uh, way to have students interact so it's not like you have to rely on events for you to go to mm. um, yeah. Yeah. yeah big project <laughs> welcome you should come to my team drive it's, it's, it's very fun in there um, but yeah I'm glad you brought that up it's it's a little bit difficult but somehow I think that's why my animation students are really I don't know what what's the term they they they, they somehow they found each other they really have this bond even though they're yeah. physically separated but I think the bond is even stronger mm -hmm. so hopefully that's not gonna be ruined once we all move <laughs> in the same location yeah. yeah no yeah I think having like a closer proximity especially with like the free time labs and things like that would would, would like help create more of a community because because of the similarities between the two mm -hmm. departments um, and I think the West Side Library is a really great mm -hmm. place where you all go and you meet students from other departments mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and as more of Shang's students are on the west side maybe we can see that space becoming then more of a place where you connect mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I think so too yeah I'm wondering <laughs> I had a question for you about like how you found yourself in like the women in animation role and how you how you got involved with that um so <laughs> you wait what? No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me you want you want to tell me no. No, I don't. I want to hear. Oh, you didn't know? Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. It's oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> so it's quite interesting how I found out about women animation. It was um, three four years ago. Women animation uh, had a panel um, at FMX, the conference in Stuttgart, Germany, and. One of my alum, uh, Sabina Heller, who's still teaching this department, she was on the panel, 
and not knowing what the panel was about, I was like, Sabina's on the panel, I'm going to go and support. <laughs> um, and I walk in, I sit down, and I look at the program, realize, what are you talking about? So it was a <laughs> panel of Sabina as an artist at Blue Sky, and then a recruiter from Pixar, and a researcher and an educator from Europe, all female, and talking about their role in their industry as a female person. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there thinking, what are they talking about? <laughs> this is like the honest version. <laughs> and uh, our former chair, Bruce Wands, was sitting next to me. And after the panel was over, he looked at me and was like, and he said, hey, Sean, if you want to help him out, you know, or be part of it, let me know. I fully support you. And I looked at him. I gave him this look. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm so confused and about this topic that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason I said that was because I grew up as two sisters. My dad always travels. And I went to middle school where boys and girls are separated. Mm-hmm. And I went to girls high. So I actually don't see gender as much as, I don't know. It's just I don't see it. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about issues, like, well, it's just all about how you relate to the topic. Like, I don't see it. Because also throughout my career as VA, all my mentors, not all, majority of my mentors are men, and they never turned down any of my requests of something I wanted to mm-hmm. do. Or they never looked at me like, well, you're a woman, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely an incident when I was doing mocap, people will walk up walk up to me and be like, oh, who's the artist You know, for this whole system? And I'll be like, oh, I am. And they're like, no, 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 we're <laughs> looking for an artist. I'm like, yeah, I am. I can help you. I mm-hmm. set up the whole system. Mm-hmm. So... But back then, I didn't associate it was a gender type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think, but then after that talk, I started seeing more and more, especially from my students. Mm-hmm. So I then kind of started talking to people in New York City to see, oh, what is it they're like? And at the same time, Jimmy actually reached out to Women Animation about having a student club. <laughs> yeah, Chapter. Chapter. <laughs> actually, you actually can't call it chapter they anymore. They've changed the name. Oh, really? Because of legality. Yeah, um, yeah we reached out to them. Yeah, so we reached out we, to yeah, Women Animation being about, about yeah, being part of school as a, you know, sponsoring as a school, not so much as an individual. Oh, okay. So it's actually Jimmy's idea. And then I then, the same time, started talking to UNC chapter, our former president, to kind of see, oh, how can I do to help out? And obviously, in your city, one thing is events they need a space so i was like oh we have classrooms come use it and especially there's no classes going on and slowly that's how it happened until last april again back in back in uh Stuttgart and fmx uh depstone head of recruiting at blue sky uh we met up for lunch and she's like oh we're about to relaunch the chapter because our former president lisa goldman stepping down because she sold her show uh so she's getting busy would you like to help me I'm like, sure, I, you know, like, that's how I, I have always been, and like, I never really say no, not knowing what it is, <laughs> I was like, sure, I'll do it, and then so it was me, Depstone, and Mark Osborne, the director for Little Prince and Kung Fu Panda, so the three of us worked together, and I think my goal is to see, again, learning the community first, mm-hmm. and then to see what we can do to kind of give it back, um, again, we c- kind of come from three different perspectives, so obviously being an educator that's something I want to do for not just our students but students in our in our area but then it was like a month ago or so um actually now I 
even expand my role in women animation now I became the chair for all the education program mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually trying on the way to step out in New York City chapter but still be part of it but then actually I will be overseeing the whole all the student clubs as well as um, we're gonna start uh, hosting educator summits again to make sure that it's not just industry and students also making sure that gap between that which is the educators are actually well informed of what their needs are and what we can do as an education to do all of that so yeah so it's like a long version <laughs> of answer but I think it's just kind of familiar myself with you know what it is and what's the goal and then really to see what my students are going through and again, it's not just supporting women. I know that title sounds pretty binary, but it's really not. It's really about supporting everyone, but there's definitely a gender parity between school system versus industry. Mm -hmm. And how do we, I mean, I think we're in a good place now where a lot of leadership roles in the animation industry are start seeing more and more women, mm -hmm. which is good. Um, but how do we make sure that you guys or, you know, in school the right students. now, can actually be where they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I think that's my goal. So yeah, it's it's a <laughs> lot. It's my second full time <laughs> job. Uh, requires a lot of time, but it's it's amazing. I get to meet a lot of different students. Mm -hmm. uh, from literally, I'm also having a call with Netherlands as well to figure out how women animation can help them too. So it's it's I don't know. I like meeting people. I think that's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah super cool yeah I uh, and it just a little anecdote on on the women in animation club just here at SVA uh, I remember they were like introducing it I think it's an awesome thing um, just to have equal representation and um, and I even in like a uh, freshman year uh, and they were like advertising and, and Jenna was the uh, like a, the like leader leader of the club or like the president of the uh, the SVA uh, woman animation club and uh, it's it's interesting because it was it, well I just thought it was funny because there wasn't a lot of like guys even though it, like the <laughs> same it's like oh it's women in animation but it's like that's only one part of it too um, so and it, and it was just funny to me that like even though it's women in animation of course it's open to everyone uh, and they offer like just a minute to like plug <laughs> women in animation <laughs> club at SVA like, like studio tours like even today there's a, a, a director's panel event that uh, we're taking the 3D animation club to yeah. um, just so many benefits and uh, I think yeah. it's just like a great club to be a part of yeah I think as a student it can be kind of intimidating like trying to meet like people in the industry already and I don't know I think the women in animation does like a really good job with like setting them up to like have those interactions and it really Helps you with like yeah. communication skills, meeting new people, yeah. You know, there's so many events, like networking events too. That mm -hmm. I, I need to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy. Yeah, but I will say also, Jimmy is a huge part of it too. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think, <laughs> but it's true though. You know, that's what I said in the one of the interviews. Like, it takes a whole village. It can't just be part of a group saying like, "Oh, we want this." It takes everyone, and I think having your voice when you started this project. It really helped, and I'm also hoping, you know, with your power and connections, <laughs> and we can get more men in the industry to kind of work together too. Yeah, I think Sean and I talk about this all the time of like how women in animation is so important. It's so important to, to lift up a group of people who have been um, underrepresented, and then me 
being a white man walking into the space, like how much voice should I give it? Mm-hmm. And being very careful not to, not to talk over and become a center of attention. But I appreciate Sean because she, she's always like, but your voice is important. Like, don't be quiet. Um, so I actually had the opportunity this summer at SIGGRAPH to speak on a panel for Women in Animation. Awesome. And, and it was very hard not to be like, I'm just going to sit here and listen. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's important that we're all bringing our voice to it because equality isn't just one voice shutting down and giving the other person the voice, but it's finding ways to work together in an equal equal way. Um, so that's really good. Like, I don't know. I think something, something that, that men should not be intimidated to be a part of that group and to mm-hmm. see the value of absolutely yeah and it's a really it brings amazing people together like what's what's the woman from disney's name julianne Cromit? oh yeah julianne Cromit. yeah she's the vp of something inclusion <laughs> i should know, yes, like, thank I know. You. It's just listening to her at these wea summits like yeah. amazing things that she's talking mm-hmm. about um like i've learned a lot about myself and my own unconscious bias and <laughs> um yeah you should look her up if you Anyway. Yeah, and what you said, like unconscious bias, it's like it's interesting. Like once you get more open and uh, exposed to these different kind of concepts and stuff, it's like, oh wow, like I I did do those things. Like you like mm-hmm. like yeah. you said, Jimmy. Um, it's just you don't realize like how like you like the interactions between like different people and, and like meeting different people and getting exposed. It's like really shapes like who you are for the better, of course. So, mm-hmm. but it's also interesting. I, every time I talk about unconscious bias, is that that's something we're trying really, really hard to fight against, but that's also an element we use in storytelling because mm-hmm. how you see someone that you can relate to. So these are two things, kind of the same concept, <laughs> but on the other side, mm-hmm. um, but also takes you guys, you're, you're creating uh, amazing films and content right now, and it also kind of falls onto your shoulder to think about how I can make something, not to change the world, at least to change bring your perspective into something that we haven't seen or even we have seen but from your perspective that's slightly different you Mm -hmm. know i think that's kind of important for us to to encourage you all to think about what is it that you're making and really the most important part is why you're making it uh why this character has to act this this way versus the other act you know the other character or the environment that you're creating you know back to what i was saying before that everything on screen has to have a reason and how do you all kind of package just one thing and do you actually have a reason why you want to say it i think that's the most important part yeah it makes me think earlier we were talking about getting outside of your bubble and, and meeting other people even in your own department that mm-hmm. are doing different things than you and like those are the things that can inform your storytelling mm-hmm. like, yeah if you only know yourself for the things that you do then your stories are going to be very limited. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to yeah. reach beyond yourself, it will inform the art that you're making mm-hmm. and the stories that you're telling. Definitely. I feel like sometimes as students, we feel bad for like getting out of labs every once in a while or <laughs> doing something else, like watching movies or reading books. But I found like some of the things that I've like, um, like media that I've consumed, you know, like documentaries or something, they've like given me like little ideas for stories and everything. So I'm, I have to remind myself like every once in a while it's okay to not just like work, but like everything is going to influence mm-hmm. my art. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so important to like take those breaks too because it's like even when 
uh, like I've been stuck on like a sh like an animation shot or something like that. And and it, this was a like advice from one of my professors. They were like, just before you like polish the shot or, or whatever, um, watch. He said he was uh, um, that he would like to watch like Treasure Planet mm -hmm. when he was stuck on a <laughs> shot because like he's like yeah it's like it's a good movie and everything it's nothing crazy but it's just that movie something about the soundtracks everything like really gets him like that creative like bump that he needs so like yeah, like taking those breaks consuming like just consuming media getting like especially like ideas for like because me, me and Ashley were gearing up for thesis mm -hmm. and everything so just those breaks are also important for just to take a break and also like for like that creative inspiration and creative like bump that you that you need it's also not necessarily taking a break. It's just a different part of the yeah. work. Yeah. Sometimes I make, my, my, make myself feel better if I'm like watching an animated movie. <laughs> I'm doing work. I'm like, I'm studying. Yeah. Yes. I'm researching. Yeah. Totally. But I also got to say, I don't feel bad. I know we push out a lot of events and a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And um, don't feel bad about not doing it because I feel like a lot of things that when I went as a student versus if I go now, it will be completely different. I feel like if I went back then, you know, if I went to Sabina's talk maybe eight years ago, I would not have the same reaction or having the same thought process about how I wanted to be involved. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, don't feel bad about that, but just keep that in mind that, that that's something that's happening. And if you do have time, hop on it, absolutely. But I was gonna say, a, a, like a film, every time I get stuck being I was working on my documentary mm -hmm. about something completely different. It's about the denim industry. <laughs> and one day I got really stuck and I just can't work on it anymore. And that one film completely changed the way I think about my story is where the wild things are. Um. It's just seeing those characters are fighting for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and they still found each other values. And oh, that, that whole movie is just completely took me out of my whole creative process and rethink how I should think about story as a, as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that it has to make sense at that moment, but, you know, later on, how do you connect all the dots? That's actually a movie that I personally go to mm -hmm. every time I get stuck. Oh, <laughs> what's yeah. yours? Yeah, what's yours, Jimmy? It's my movie that I go to when I get stuck. <laughs> or anything that you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your go-to yeah. movie in general. Uh... Uh, <laughs> the Iron China is my go-to movie. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, but what you were talking about made me remember. T not this doesn't answer your question at all, <laughs> but it had me thinking about how important it is that we are always observing the world around us, mm -hmm. yeah. and and like maybe I'm just like waiting in line at a coffee shop and I'm really bored, but like looking at the looking at the textures of the <laughs> countertop. And maybe I can't use that now, but in a year from now, if I'm designing something or texturing something, I don't really do those things. But <laughs> if you were, if you did, uh, like, just having that in your, in the recesses of your mind to pull from, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I know what wood grain that's beaten up and coffee stained looks like, mm -hmm. and it could add a little nice element of story to this piece that I'm working on that maybe someone else wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. So just always being, always being a student, always being an observant. <laughs> um, keeping in mind the world around you. Yeah, definitely. Especially for animation, too, just watching people. Yeah. Especially, mm -hmm. like, over the summer, I would just, like, sit down and watch people. And, like, <laughs> not, not being creepy. Like, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> but, but that's actually one thing I tell a lot of my students is maybe back in the day when in the computer arts is that uh, I also teach this video projects class and really talk about the video production um, aspect for any animation student can apply to 2D or 3D space. You need to learn the lenses before you can actually figure out which lens you're going to use mm -hmm. in, in 3D space or 2D um, or the depth and everything. So the student always gets stuck uh, about stories. They're like, oh, you know, I have this concept of time. They're like, oh, I can't write a story about time. So what I always tell students, uh, or so maybe a, a suggestion for everyone, is that when you go to, I mean, that's actually advice when I got when I was a thesis student, is we all put headphones on. I mean, I do a lot. I listen to mm. podcasts literally mm. all the time. <laughs> but then the advice I got is just take yourself away from listening to something else for a week listen to the noise around you and then what i always tell my student the next step is you, when you sit on the subway or stand um look at each individual and figure out a story about this guy looks tired he probably <laughs> why are you looking at me <laughs> <laughs> um, or something you know like why is this person eating a bagel like 12 o'clock at midnight or something yeah. you know figure out like actually a backstory and then you can then link from one person to another that what if they actually know each other of some sort to kind of exercise this mm -hmm. a little bit mm -hmm. to to kind of spark your ideas. Again, that moment, obviously, you will forget about it, but certain moments will stay with you, and those are the moments how the story will actually work because they're the ones that, in, you know, imprinted in your brain. Mm. So. And it's important to make time for that, too. Like, yeah. I used to love to just go sit in the park and <laughs> yeah. Like, watch. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Even, like, getting a coffee at, like, Starbucks or anything like that and just sitting down yeah. and just, like, observing just, like, the coffee shop, like you said, like, waiting in line, like, noticing, like, the textures and everything like that. It's mm. important to make time for that, too. Time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, is there anything else? We're, we're close to close to our, our time, so is there anything <laughs> you guys would like to talk about? Um, I guess I would just say, like, we talked a lot about women in animation, but because it's, um, such a good common ground place where we can all, like, point to and say, this is how mm -hmm. we can work together, mm -hmm. I think as an organization, it really represents that, and, and it's such a good touchstone for our department, so, like, we can pull from this and work together, and, and we're both excited about finding other opportunities, um, and ways to expound on our yeah, I was gonna also going to add to that is uh, we're all always open for ideas as well, especially if a student-driven idea, that's what makes things work. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't feel free to reach out to us or any of the staff members. Just like, mm -hmm. I have an idea, I might not work, but I just want to run it by you. And those are the ideas that actually were turned into something, you know, as long as not like we're forcing the ideas mm -hmm. on on the students um so yeah i just want to say that we're always open for ideas mm -hmm. and collaborations and even just like i really want to watch this film can you have an event <laughs> um you know something like that yeah. that uh we're always open mm -hmm. is there a, a certain like place where they can like contact you uh, like a specific email or anything that they can let our like <laughs> listeners can email you guys if they have any Maybe just a department email. Uh, we have BFA animation at okay. svu.edu. Yeah, or just svu computer art at svu.edu. But I also 
really love when people just drop by. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes it so much faster and easier to, like, just have <laughs> yeah. a person I'm definitely a fan of just, of, like, if I need to, like, t- talk to someone, I like being able to talk to them in person mm-hmm. more so than email, um, yeah. just because, like... My inbox is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look at it. Yeah, it's just, like, like, time, too. It's just, like, oh, I'm just going to stop by. Because, yeah. like, sometimes, like, even in my, my to-do list and stuff, it's, like, oh, I have to email this person. Or, mm-hmm. like, I have to, like... It's just, like... I, like, put a separate box, like, I'm going to go mm-hmm, drop mm-hmm. by their, their office mm-hmm. or something, because I do, like, I think talking to people in person yeah. is, like, the best way, mm-hmm. but, but... No, yeah. I love it, that, but it just, you can never find me in the <laughs> office, that's, that's why, but that's why I think for me, just email us, and then I actually, like you say, I complete echo, is um, I love meeting the student face to face, then then we can figure out together. So it's not like you throw me an idea over email, mm-hmm. then we'll make it work. It's more about meeting up, you know, following up afterward. Um, so yeah, I don't. It's really hard to find me in my office. <laughs> 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 yeah, going off what Sean was saying, SVA's president David Rhodes talks. To, uh, he loves to talk about how SVA is very pragmatic, and we will try anything once, and if it fails, <laughs> then mm-hmm. fine, we tried it. But uh, a lot of the good that co- comes out of SVA just comes from experimenting and yeah. uh, trying new things. Yeah, so. e- and like student, like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. echoing like student driven like exactly. questions and, and things like that. Like, but yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, but thank you guys. This is actually amazing. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah. Help and throw more people your <laughs> way. <laughs> awesome. That, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, to get some more guests and everything like that but again thank you guys so much for coming it was i think uh this was an awesome conversation awesome mm-hmm. episode um and thank you for being such amazing chairs of your both respective department Aww. yeah especially <laughs> jimmy you've been like a, like a real advocate for us and yeah, i like, actually been, feel like you care which yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been really nice we definitely bribe them there's candy on the Alrighty. Well, uh, I guess we'll we'll sign off now. Um, and uh, one more thing is to uh, don't forget to clean, clean your, your curves. curves. All right. <laughs> <laughs>